Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ghost Hounds. The new album, First Last Time, out now. Get First Last Time now. Anywhere you get your music. Ghost Hounds, First Last Time. New Ghost Hounds tour in the works. Stay tuned. PLTs, y'all ready for this? Welcome to Poor Little Thing, the podcast, also known as PLT, the podcast where we share and discuss stories involving life's poor little things. Like that time your neighbor ran over your family dog and then denied it, but one of your home security cameras got it on tape and you took him to court and then he had to go to jail for a while, causing his family to fall apart. What a true PLT. I'm Ryan Steele, and this is my co-host, Amy Shania Goodmurphy. Oh my God. Hello. Hi, baby. Hi, baby. They used to call me AS in oh. elementary school. Oh, yeah? Yeah, for Amy Shania. <laughs> That's nice. Yes. Did they ever just call you ass? Yes. And how was that? Um, It was really hard for me. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. How you doing, honey? <laughs> I'm pretty good. I have a lot of nuts in my teeth right now. Do you? Yeah. Don't worry about it. I really should have flossed. Well, I love flossing. You know that. I know you do. You floss... All the time. <laughs> I think you flossed six times since you just said introduced yourself. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, you floss a lot. And also, I want to let you know, I forgot to brush my teeth before I came over here. Oh. Because, I, listen, I like to get up, have my cup of joe, mm-hmm. and then I brush my teeth. Yeah. But I was so excited about the podcast today yeah. that I did not brush my teeth. Well, so I truly apologize. Oh, when you walked in the door, I could tell right away, but... What, how could you tell? I could smell it. <sighs> no, it's a good thing, though. No, no, stop, please. It's a good thing. No, don't do no, this. No, don't start us no. off like this. I'm sorry. Um, can I tell uh, tell you about my butt? I would love to hear about your butt. Okay, so, you know, I'm still single, but, you know, I talk to people. And there's this young man I talk to in Australia, and he's been really craving a butt picture from me. Honey, wait, you're worldwide. Yeah, I'm worldwide. You are known worldwide. Yep. I'm like a pit bull. Yes. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Yeah. And so this young man has been kind of craving a butt photo. And then yesterday he sent me a couple of his, and I was like, oh. 
Okay, I guess I have to do this now. Yeah. So I go in front of my mirror and I don't even really know how to do this. I don't I don't do these things usually. And so I'm like, no, I'm going to do it. And I haven't tried something like this in a while. And I, I deleted the photos immediately. Why? Because I look terrible. I don't Your know. butt looked terrible? Yeah, my butt looked terrible. My I'm just getting old. Like, and I, What's going know, on with your butt, first of all? Well, it just, it was not as perky as I'd like right. and you know um it's not covered in zits or anything and I wipe well so it's it's a it's a clean butt but um it was just not uh good enough for me to send so before you go today I thought maybe I would lie on my bed naked but yeah. face down so you don't see anything maybe yeah. you could take a photo of my um butt 100% thank you yeah from aerial view I'll get up on the ceiling <laughs> I know you like me to be as high as possible this is true that's how everyone should take their pictures in yeah. fact I wish that this video feed that we're filming our podcast on right now where, the, where you can find on patreon only um was a little bit higher but yeah. you didn't put books underneath and I'm a little bit pissed off oh, I'm sorry that's okay listen I know about the taking photos now we were just talking about this before we started the podcast actually about how we can't fucking take photos anymore like we take photos. Jenny and I try and take photos and delete them immediately, mm -hmm. just like your ass photos. Yeah. We can't. We do not like ourselves no more. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? This happened to my mom. I remember there was a certain age she got to where every photo, she didn't want to be in it. She didn't want to see herself anymore. And I'm like, oh, I get it now because I'm at that age where I'm like, oh, yeah, no, it's really hard to get a good photo. It starts now. Yeah. Without facetuning the shit out of oh, it. Oh, God. So you're almost unrecognizable. We're going to have to get surgery. Yeah, well, Start well, looking like the Kardashians. We're going to get more surgery. You mean. More surgery. <laughs> We've had so much surgery. Mm -hmm. But there's always room for a little bit more. There's always room. A little touch up. A little touch up. Oh, God. Okay. Well, speaking of butts. Yeah. Okay. I got a question. I got a question for all you PLTs out there as well. All you uh, PLTs that uh, identify as male. Um, also may or may not have a penis genitalia. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck, when you urinate, do you always leave pee on the seat? This is not a new concept. Yeah. We've been here before. Mm -hmm. I hover when I go out to use public washrooms because I don't like the seat. Yeah. I hate public washrooms. That's for another time, though. But I loathe. I do not like them. I'll like go. Them either, yeah. I hate. I can't. They're just. They're just not okay. No. I hover. Nine times out of ten, I pee on the seat. I have a weird little pee hole. It starts to the left yeah. and then it shoots over to the right and always sprays the right side of the seat. There's uh -huh. nothing I can do about it. Uh -huh. I know it's kind of cute. Anyways, I always wipe down the seat after. I don't mm. want anybody coming in to sit on my urine. You don't yeah. deserve that. Yeah. So I wipe it down. Yeah. I think about elderly people that maybe are coming in to sit down. You know, they got to use the seat. Mm -hmm. Little kids, they got to use the seat. They can't hover. Of course. You men, and I hate to generalize, you never wipe the seat. Tell me about that. Okay, well, first of all, I want to say I do. I'm one of the rare men out there that wipes the seat um, after I pee, um, always before I, I have to sit down on anything, of course. Um, but yeah, uh, working at bars, you know, I, I, I use our washrooms and uh, sometimes there's just piss all over the floor. Mm -hmm. It's everywhere, not just the seat. It's all over the place. Sometimes guys, because we have one washroom that's just for a urinal, they won't even close the door. That's how much guys just don't care about pissing. They just right. leave the door open, uh, piss everywhere, and uh, they don't wipe things down. And I, I want to say on behalf of all men, I fully apologize. Hey, wow. That's all I wanted. <laughs> that is everything that I've ever wanted and more. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know what else is terrible? What? My parents' living situation right now. What's going on? Okay. So they're, uh, you know, they're like 20 minutes outside of Merritt. And Merritt right now is completely underwater. Which Merritt, is BC. Terrible. Yeah. 
And um, so I, I, I'm checking in with my mom and dad as much as possible. I'm a mummy's boy, so I always just call her. And I called my mom this morning, and I'm like, oh, how are you? And she's like, oh, you know, we're just going to go melt some snow so we have water to drink. And I was like, oh, my God. What? Yeah. <laughs> they had to melt snow. So um, they're living on Little House in the fucking prairie. What's going on? They're 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 in their they're in their trailer until their house gets finished. But their house can't get finished building right now because the builders are all evacuated from the city because all their houses are underwater. Okay, hang on, hang tight for a second. We've just had a BC. The province of BC has just had a terrible. We're not sure exactly when this podcast is going to come out, but around this time that we are recording this right now, there's been a major flood Mm -hmm. um, all around different parts, causing mudslides, causing huge flooding around. Obviously, just so many different parts. It's awful. It's devastating. Terrible. And how many people asked about your parents? Oh, that was, yeah, uh, at least 30 people in the last like three days have checked in and sent me messages even this morning at the gym. Um, Drag queen Robin Graves was there. And right away he was like, how are your parents? I wanted to message you. And I'm like, oh, you know, yeah, they're okay. You know, Um, their thing is they have like a 15 week old puppy, uh, German Shepherd. Right. um, Which I think is helping the situation a little bit because that's fun energy and that's, you know, just something to like distract them. But also this puppy is going to run out of food um, this weekend. (laughs) So my parents were like, we have to get to Kamloops, but the weather's too bad. So I said to my mom, well, if you guys aren't careful, uh, Bruce is just going to eat you guys. Well, it's a German Shepherd. It it, it will. Yeah. I'm sorry. Bruce is the puppy. And she, (laughs) my mom's so funny. She just went, I know. (laughs) (laughs) They're preparing. Yeah, they're preparing. For the worst. Yeah, so I think my mom's smart, though. Like, uh, the puppy will eat my dad first. And then um, yeah. and then my mom, if it comes to it. I agree. I think probably just, I can tell the energy from the photos that Bruce really is into your mom. Yeah. And, and if he has to, he will eat her. He will consume her body. Mm-hmm. But before it will be your dad, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. But your parents are okay. Yeah, hopefully, and hopefully they're good for a while. If they need you, you're going to get on your boat. Yeah. And you're going to drive up the fucking highway. Of course. And you're going to pick them up. I will do that. And you're going to drive them back. Because mm-hmm. you know who's a good driver? Who? Me. No. <laughs> no, you're not. Whenever Ryan, Ryan is a very nervous driver. Well, I don't oh, know. a nervous grandma, whatever you want to call me. Yeah. I didn't want to say it. I was scared. I'm you might fine get with upset. It. I don't want to upset you. I own it. But the thing is, when I drive, I'm the opposite. I am overly confident. I have major road rage issues mm-hmm. for another time. But often, always, actually, whenever I'm driving with Ryan, he'll always, without a doubt, and I wait for it, grab the side of the grab the side of the door. Yeah. Because you get a little nervous. I get I very a, nervous. I make a turn. I yeah. hit the brakes. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. No. Oh, God. I know. When I'm in a moving uh, vehicle that I have no control over, I just have this issue. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> You know what I am trying to have control over recently? Spam calls. Oh, shit. I have been getting so many fucking spam calls a day. Your phone rings off the hook with yeah, spam it's, calls. It's really a problem. You're on their super call list because they know that they will they might get you. And I keep blocking them and they keep getting through. <laughs> they know. They've, they've gotten word that he sometimes believes things. So he might listen. Here's my credit card information. Yes. <laughs> my SIN number is. Yeah. When they call me, I have a few quick stories about uh, when they've called me before, because what I started to do was press one and fucking go through Mm -hmm. to the Canadian border officer and I will talk to them. So let me tell you three quick stories. This has been my experience. I've been wanting to film them, but then it happens so fast. I just can't. The first time I I pressed one, it says press one to talk to to an agent or an officer. So I pressed one and I said, he goes, hello, you know, uh, you can hear they're in a busy call center or whatever, somewhere in a different part of the world. And they go, uh, I go, hello. And they're like, hi, Officer Smith. It's some like generic North American last name. Officer Smith here, um, you know, give me information. And, and then I just went, why do you do this to people? 
like really passionately. I was just so fed up. And he goes, he waited. And then he went like a little brother. He went, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) And then he hung up. He just went, shut up. Oh, wow. Anyways. And then the second time I got. Good good for you, though. Well, thank you so much. I got got fed up. I was Mm -hmm. done. Mm -hmm. Then they tried to call me again. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a go through. Yeah. So I press one again. And I said, you know what? You're a real piece of shit or something terrible like that. And he went, I'm going to come to your house and fucking your ass. <laughs> so what did he say? He threatened me with ass fucking. Did you, did you hang out? I laughed and then I hung up and I, I laughed and I hung up. Did he show up? He never came no, for that ass fucking. God, no, no, he never came. That's probably for the best. Well, it is for the best. I didn't want that. No. no. Um, but you do go through your head and wonder if they know where you live. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, anyways, it didn't stop me. So I went, uh, I, I told friends of mine that I've been picking up and having conversations. Mm-hmm. You've done it with me. Oh, I picked up with you. Yeah, Ryan does not like it. No, he I does not. Uh, he gets very scared. He doesn't. I don't do it anymore. I hang up now. I don't but like confrontation. This was a really special call. I don't think you're ever going to believe this, actually, but I'm going to tell you what happened. And this is the truth. So I was at my friend's house, her and her partner, and they were calling. And I said, I had told them that I was doing this. I was picking up and they were loving it. They said, pick up and like, let's see what happens. And I said, OK, I'm going to pick up and I'm going to pretend that I'm like really scared. And I'm going to do my best to just be like truly scared and see what they say. So I picked up and they're like, oh, hello, man. You know, the same bullshit. And I said, hi. I'm like, I'm really nervous. What is this all about? Like, and he was like, okay, man, we just need your information. I was like, okay, I'm just, um, you know, like you can have whatever you want, like blah, blah, blah. And this guy, no joke, after about maybe 10 or 15 seconds on the call of like hearing me and trying to get through his questions for me and me answering them honestly. And he literally goes, ma'am, ma'am. And I was like, yes. And he was like, this is a spam he, or scam. He said, ma'am, this is a scam. Do not pick up our calls. And I was like, what? What are you saying? And he's like, this is not real. And we're trying to get your money. And I'm sorry. Don't pick up, ma'am. Don't pick up. And then he hung up the phone. Oh. And me and my friends were like, we couldn't believe that he we had found this person. I mean, their conditions are terrible. I and mean, we could talk about this forever. Like, you know, these people... I guess aren't all the devils, even though they are, but there's a part of my heart that feels like they must be in the most awful conditions and this is a, a job for them. I don't know what it's like. Mm-hmm. But then the other part of me is like, go to fucking sweet hell because yeah. you are a serious piece of shit, devil from hell, <laughs> bastard bitch. Um, but this guy felt bad yeah. and he said, don't pick up the calls anymore. Wow. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. I wonder if he got fired that day. Did he jump out the window immediately oh after? Oh my like, God, don't know. say that. But you never know. God, <laughs> it was his final, you know, but he probably, you know, what? he didn't jump out the window. I take that back. He probably stood up, put his headset down yeah. and went up to the, you know, the manager and said, yeah, peace out, fucker. Yes. And then slammed the door and got in his car and drove home to his family and said, I'm done with this shit. Let's do something else yeah. where I will make money for us legitimately. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. yeah. Going back to school. And we're going to be good, honey. Yeah. Come here. And then they go. And they started OnlyFans. Yeah, and they started OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yay. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, I, I just don't like, yeah, the spam things. You know, I'm very shy. Yes, you're so a shy guy. I can't, I can't, you know, have that. Um, I'm shy and I'm getting more shy as I, I get in, I'm getting older. Mm. And speaking of getting older, um, now this is ugh, so hard to say and I'm a little embarrassed. I watched Dancing with the Stars the other night mm-hmm. and I liked it. Okay. 
That's not normal for me. That's a show that has been on for, God, 15 years, maybe longer. I have never, ever, like I've, you know, seen parts of it or whatever and heard about it in the news, but I've never sat down and watched it. Never set my PVR. It's not my, not my thing. But the other night there was like, you know, Bachelor Nation is on Tuesdays now. So so (laughs) my Monday nights are free. Yeah. And I put Dancing with the Stars on and I'm a big Tyra Banks fan, you know, top model legend. And, um, yeah, I watched it and then I had a moment where I'm like, yeah, I think this is it for me. Like I watched Dancing with the Stars. I'm wearing my slippers um having a drink and it's just you that's know, her now that's her now that's her now here she is that's her now and yeah. you know what that is okay it's okay it is okay mm-hmm. because you like that I do like you that. know and you're gonna find someone one day honey who likes it too <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah you are he's gonna be like hey what are you uh, doing tonight? do you want to watch dancing with the stars and i'll be like uh-huh you'll be like i want to fuck you yeah, right now yeah you yeah. know what I mean? Wow, Dancing with the Stars is on the background. That would be pretty cool. Oh my God, that would be so nice. Uh, Jojo Siwa? Yeah. She's on it. She's right? dancing with a girl. With a female. Yeah. I love it. I love it too. Jojo Siwa. <laughs> Jojo Siwa. Is it Siwa? Yeah. I don't even know. Siwa. She's queer. I love it. Yeah, queer love as funk. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love queer as funk. I love queer as funk. Amy, before we move on here, I noticed a nice turquoise ring on your finger. Oh, yes. This one. Is this new? This I... one you like. My dad got it for me. Okay. Yeah. And I wear it on my ring finger. Nice. Actually, I just married my dad. Oh. Yes, we married. Um, it was really hard to do, but yeah. I married my dad in the summertime. It was a really small, intimate wedding. Yeah, you didn't invite me. I didn't. It was. You really, didn't even tell me. It was just like close friends. Yeah. Close friends. There was like, you know, 30 close friends. Yeah. And then like all of our family members. We did it on the beach. Mm-hmm. And then me and my dad just got married. Wow. <laughs> and that, yeah. So. Do, do, do you guys live together? No. 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 Are you going to start a family? Oh, no. No. (laughs) It's a good answer. Yeah. Let's talk about our guest. I'm excited. Our guest today is an actor, a writer, a comedian, an online sensation. Todd Masterson is here, a.k.a. Gay Fat Friend. Welcome, Todd. You made it, honey. We're so excited to have you. Thank you so much for saying, finally saying yes. Thanks for having me. Well, you know what? Remember that Sex and the City episode where... Uh, Charlotte wanted to become Jewish and, you know, they send her away three times and then they accept her. Yeah. <clears throat> well, when you're fat and you're gay, you have to do it 15. You have to do it 15 times. <laughs> those, so. them, those are the rules. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. You yeah. don't make them. No. Nope. You don't make the rules. No, these were, these uh, have been sent down from like Louis Anderson years ago. Oh, nice. <laughs> Louis Anderson. Amazing. Um, yeah, we're so excited. We have so many questions. Mm-hmm. We're a big, if anyone doesn't know this, we're a huge fan of Todd. We're obsessed with him. And guess what? We've never met each other in no. real life or face to face like this no and i i've been obsessed with you guys forever and one oh. one time you so i just moved to seattle but i lived in la for 15 years and you were literally one block from my home what and, yeah i was stalking you on your stories and i texted you and i was like you're a block away from me and you're like oh I, i'm having a meeting with management it's a quick trip yeah uh- me yeah oh my God, i must have lied i don't even remember that but also i wasn't gay fat friend yet so you weren't popular enough and the thing right. is like, you, like if you know me you know that like i only talk to people that have a certain amount of followers mm. I gotta have a k people. if there's not you a k have, in your followers you gotta you get out honey if you don't have a k don't even fucking look at me yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah. i don't do it don't yeah. do I. if you don't have k i don't fuck with you exactly. and if you don't have okay we're done and if you're not on K, yeah. no, no. I K hold last week. Yeah, he did. Um, tell us about why you moved from. I mean, we have so many questions for you. I don't even know I where know. to begin, honestly. But um, tell us why you moved from LA to Seattle. 
Um, so my husband makes commercials for video games and he worked at an agency. Uh, so like the, the way it works is like, you know, Microsoft, um, Sony, whatever reaches out to an advertising agency and has them make their commercials and then sends them back. Um, so he kind of got poached slash moved over from agency side to Xbox and Xbox is located here in Seattle and they moved us up here. So he got a fancy job at Xbox and they moved us up here. So I'm a real housewife of Seattle now, guys. Actually though. So how did you feel? What is that? What was like, obviously that's an amazing opportunity and I'm sure clearly you support your husband and what he's doing, but how did that truly feel for you? Like everything that you're doing with your career is very much, I mean, Um, LA based. Well, I had been, I mean, I lived in LA for 15 years and I'd kind of been over it for about the past five, like just like ready for, even if we moved to like San Diego or San Francisco or something, like I was just done with living in Hollywood. And, um, but it kind of felt like, well, we're here forever. And then the pandemic happened. And then a year into the pandemic, he got this job offer and we were like, let's do it. Let's just leave. He's from there. Like he's lived there his whole life. Um, and LA? yeah, like I said, yeah. And I'd been there for 15 years and I was just, we were just ready for a change. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, um, Todd, AKA gay fat friend is quite popular on Instagram and TikTok. You got 39 K on Instagram and a whopping 150 K on TikTok. Yeah. Which is wow. Wow. I, I'm wow to me too. It's weird. So, I don't know why I have that many followers. You um you recently uh, had a million views on a video where you were watching the MBA a uh, VMA sorry and you didn't know any of the performers and I loved it because I think we're similar in age and I didn't know who anybody was like what's a Doja Cat you know what I mean like, what, what, what's, what's happening so um I guess I want to ask you just about that I, you're probably watching the awards and you just realized you didn't know anybody and you just filmed the TikTok well, yeah and like I was obsessed with the VMAs growing up so I was born in 1980 so like you know, teenager in the nineties. Um, and v- MTV was like all we had. I grew up on a farm in the middle of nowhere, you know? So the VMAs every year like really excited me. And I knew every single aspect to who was on and what they were doing. And, uh, I usually watch every year, but you, like the past few years, I've just been watching the like highlights on YouTube. But this year I was like, Oh, I'm home. Let's turn on the MTV and catch what the kids are doing. Did mm-hmm. not know anything. Did not know any of them, the presenters, the performers, none of them. And then, this was, I think, the 35-year anniversary or something of the VMAs. And so they brought, like, Madonna opened it with, like, the weirdest video ever. And yeah. she's just gone. You know, she's, mentally. yeah. She's over. Um, and then uh, they brought out people, like, generationally. And, like, the person they brought out for us was Avril Lavigne. And I was like, that's, <laughs> that's all you could get? That's all you could get was well, Avril Lavigne. Well, did you Levine. know her? Did you I know did. her? I did. Yeah. I knew Avril Lavigne. I knew Cindy Lauper. But then... <laughs> The whole point, I, I was like, I feel so old. I don't know any of these people. And then they just slammed Cindy Lauper on us. And I was like, okay, now I feel too young. That's that's too old. You went too yeah. far the other direction. Yeah. It was so relatable, that video. I don't know how many times I'm turning to, <laughs> I'm like so far out of the loop. You're even more in the loop than I am. This is true. Especially well, I feel like music. all three of us work in pop culture, like as our jokes and stuff. So like to not know, to not know that much stuff, I was like, oh, my career's over. I don't know any oh. of these people. A hundred percent. I don't know anybody. And on like, often I go on like many Instagram holes, as I'm sure we all do. Like I will find myself like 30 profiles deep, you know, in within like five minutes. Yeah. And I know everything about these people, but I never knew them before. And often I will, I will hit a profile and it's like one billion followers and the <laughs> yeah. check. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. yeah. And how do so many people know who they are? And how do I have literally zero fucking clue? Yeah. yeah. 
I, I don't know who anybody is anymore. And then all these fucking like TikTok children. Uh, TikTok children. TikTok children. <laughs> I, oh, no, I, seriously. Like I will, I'll be scrolling on TikTok and, and I'll see someone who's clearly like 19 or 20. And uh, be like, oh, this video is cute. And I'll look and they have 4 million followers. And I'm like, who? How, what? I've never seen your face a day in my life and you have 4 million followers. It's going to, it's going to ruin their lives though. You know, they're going to be used to all this fame and fortune and then they don't really have any talent. So when they try to like, you right. know, um, bring that into the real world and that's how they're going to make a living. Hey, guess what buddy? It's not going to happen. So, uh, they're screwed. It actually is sick. I started following this, um, Instagram account where I don't know if you notice much on Ryan and I's, uh, Instagram, but we make fun of a lot of TikTok, stupid TikTok videos. Yeah. We either redo them or we like, I you love know, Thank you. We insert ourselves somehow. And so I started following this account. I can't remember what it's called now. It's called like American Family or something. And it's basically this like fan account of the teens. Like I'm pretty sure they put these teens in like TikTok houses, right? Like in LA, oh, yeah. they like, like all the live together. Yeah. Okay. It started what with Vine fuck? houses. What if you were a parent and your your kid was like, Mom, I'm really, you know, dad, whatever. Okay, anyways, what if they said, I was going to make a joke and it was not cool. Um, <laughs> that happens to me a lot, but I'm learning how to pause okay, and just know. Um, what if they came to you and said, mom, dad, I'm going into this house and they are, I'm a TikTok star. I'm going to live with all these other people and we're going to do these little fucking weird two second dances with our bods and then wink at the camera and then <laughs> like laugh with the, Love laugh themselves. with them and then that's it. And we're going to do those from morning till fucking night on our screens all day long and we're gonna get paid for it can i move in uh, never in my life <laughs> would i let any of my children you know i have many children around the yes, world have, yeah i've left them all but if they ever came to me mm -hmm. i would yeah. say no nice if i was you. 18 though i would i would move into that house well if you were 18 yeah 18 18 or 19 year old me would move into that house for sure like i always think what would happen if when i was because taught i was like two a couple years older than you what if we had tiktok when we were 19 and 20 like I'm sure I'd be able to make some videos that had like, you know, 5 million views. Yeah. Oh, you but... would be a TikTok star for sure. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> what did you, what? Todd, why did you point to Ryan and not point I'm to blushing. me? I'm uh, blushing. Well, because you, you can't legally take your top off. Hey, speaking of not being able to take your top off on TikTok, rules on TikTok. Yeah. We wanted to know how many uh, videos you've had taken down because we've had several. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, okay, so my TikTok origin story is I got big on Instagram and I saw people getting big on TikTok for like no reason. And I was like, oh, well, I'll just, all social media is the same. I'll just migrate over to TikTok and do video con content there and pictures on Instagram. And uh, every single video I tried to like transfer from my Instagram to TikTok got flagged. Like anything that like showed a man with a shirt off, it was weird. I don't know. They That's all got crazy. flagged and taken down. So like my first like 10 videos got flagged yeah. and so i it's, it's weird like my tiktok and my instagram are very different because yeah tiktok doesn't allow certain things so it's many so things dumb. yeah we were we were just kind of going for it for a while and then <laughs> then we got um we got punished for a week where we couldn't upload anything oh, and shit. i was like yeah and now people get a warning when they go to follow us it says like just so you know this account has had several violations which is wow. kind of awesome but also we've yeah. had some success on tiktok and we don't want to lose that you know right. um that home That's for like some of our content hey oh my god oh my god yeah. oh my god we have street cred yeah. street cred. Love it. Um, TikTok is very like I, I think that it's very, very homophobic I think there's like a lot of gay stuff that's not allowed mm. on TikTok like I stopped using gay hashtags and stuff mm. uh, because I feel like that stuff would just get suppressed and no one would ever see oh, it oh smart wow and, um, yeah so that's dumb. fucked up 
Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, TikTok. Yeah. Fuck you, TikTok. Who do we got to fucking talk to? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll call them. That's another thing. I think if social media is going to be as big as it is, there needs to be a customer service department. I totally agree. My Instagram got frozen like a year ago uh, because I like some troll decided to like mass report my page. So like all of my hashtag hashtags got frozen on Instagram and then my Instagram was frozen for like a week. And like literally I would post something and not one single person would see it. And um, there's nothing it's you like can Amy, do. It's like Amy's personal one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and there's nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. You, and you know what? Fuck, fuck it all. Because you know what? Let's go there. Hey, here we go. <laughs> here She's we getting go. aggressive again. Oh, I'm oh, the zone. Yeah. yeah. Hold on tight. Because here, tequila, here she right? comes. It is, this is it. full tequila. You want me to? <laughs> she just rolled up her sleeves, you guys. Oh, come on! You can do it, good Murphy. I did it. Good job. Okay, thanks. Whoa. Um, what was I talking about? I was getting aggressive. Hey, TikTok. Oh, customer service. Instagram and like Facebook, all these things. They keep also making these changes that they just don't tell you about until some sassy TikToker makes a video about it and says Instagram's trying to one over us again. Go yeah. into your settings, click mm-hmm. this, and then click that. Yeah. Tell them your name. Then you do this workaround and click that button off because they're censoring your videos. Yep. Well, sure enough. They do. Mm-hmm. And they make all these things and you don't know about it. And then what if I have a fucking question and you go through these stupid, like frequently asked questions? No, that's not that's not my question. I just want to talk to someone. Yeah. And it's literally like seven layers of bots. Like, yes. it, like when you do find an email address or something, it's like always bot responses until eventually maybe like the seven day of time, like a human will actually read it. But yeah. <sighs> I have a question. Shit. shit. on your instagram you will photoshop yourself uh next to like 22 year old ripped muscular men have any of said men ever seen these posts and either liked it commented or messaged you oh yeah they um they all see them um they tag them they i don't tag anyone only because my (laughs) instagram can get (laughs) not aggressive but it can just be a lot like sometimes things will get like hundreds of comments right away and I don't want to blow up anybody's like notifications, you know, right. like I don't want to freak anybody out. All of a sudden they get a hundred notifications from Instagram on their phone. I would so love I that. I don't tag people, but <laughs> <laughs> if they want me to, I mean, people have asked me to tag them. So I have yeah. posthumously tagged them. Um, is that the word? And, uh, and then. Does that mean when you're dead? We don't <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I've tagged them after the fact when they asked me, um, but they all like it and they all love it and they think they're in on the joke, but don't tell them they're not. <laughs> I'm making fun of them. them. I'm making they're so all Ryan's friends. Them. We're not going to tell them. They're all friends with Ryan. Oh, uh, I was uh, just saying, I was, well, that, so what I was going to say is my origin story with Ryan is that I don't remember what year it was, but I saw the Tammy video <laughs> and was obsessed with it. It was so funny and stupid. And I remember you were, you were, you were like the top or whatever. Yeah. Um, can we say top on this podcast? Oh, we, we can, can say, say top. Oh, you yeah. can say anything you want. <laughs> anything goes. Mm-hmm. So you were in the Tammy video, and I remember seeing it and loving it and being like, oh, here we go. Another hot guy who thinks he's funny. Another guy with like <laughs> muscles and a body, and he thinks he can make jokes. Here we go. But then I started following him, and then I discovered that Ryan's just a huge nerd. And oh, like, oh like a mega nerd. Thank and you. I was like, oh, he's not... Like a dumb jock. He's the elusive hot gay nerd uh, from Will and Grace. And so, yeah. yeah so fun, that's fun, fun, f- funny nerd. Funny nerd. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We called you a hot nerd. Thank we called you. you a hot nerd. I'll take yeah. it all. Yeah. Take it all. Yeah. That's so nice. <laughs> that's what I've heard. Yeah. So, and then I discovered you guys as a comedy duo and it 
changed my life. I seriously, I I quote you guys constantly. I'm obsessed with Monster. Oh my god. Um, that- Netflix in the U.S. I don't know if you guys get U.S. Netflix, but um, we- they just did like a four episode docu series about the process of tracking down serial killers, and one episode was about Monster. <gasps> Your impression. You feel- <laughs> it's just so good. You're like, first of all. I love you guys for your obsession with alcohol and cigarettes, like incorporating them throughout your sketches. Thank you. I, I think we are the last generation where cigarettes were still glamorous and like people wanted to do yeah. them. Oh, there. Yeah. He is. Smoking a cig. He's having, look how, look how natural it looks in his hands. <laughs> Just like, that's what I love too. Your cigarette-ography, your, your, the way you like manipulate cigarettes in your sketches is so good. And ro- you. do you smoke in real life? No. I used to have a dart here or there. Um, a what now? A, a dart. A dart, honey. What's a dart? If you're in Canada now. It's a fucking dart. <laughs> you light up a dart and you fucking smoke it down. You don't call cigarettes darts down there? Yeah. Is, that a, is that a Canadian Oh, it's a Canadian thing, <laughs> maybe. Wait, Canadian so just thing. like, is it like how the English call them fags? Like, you just, can I get yes. a dart? Yeah. Can I bum a yeah. dart? Yeah, can I bum a dart? Hey, where are you going? Like my sister Carmen, where are you going? No, I'm just going out for a dart. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah, yeah. Quick dart. Quick oh. dart. So I've had some darts in my life and I've been known from time to time to dart or two if I've had a few pops. Yeah. But, um, you know, not so much. Not so much since I've been with my partner because she does not like. Yeah. yeah. She, she does not like that. Yeah. But, I, I'm, um, I smoked a pack a day for 15 years. So oh, my I was, God. I was a smoker. Um, How did you quit? Cold turkey for love because my husband mm. hated smokers. So our first date, we met on Scruff. Our first date, mm. um, it came up. I didn't tell him. I always hid my smoking from every date I ever went on. So I hid my smoking and then it came up somehow that he hated smokers. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, but I really, like first date. I was like, I like this guy. Yeah. And then we've literally been, been together every day since. But so I had to quit cold turkey so he wouldn't break up with me. I love it once in a while. Oh, I love it. It's glamorous. It, it's I, glamorous. Yeah. <laughs> Jenny says that I look, my partner's name is Jenny. She says I look disgusting. She likes pictures. She never smoked. She would never smoke a day in her life. She likes like pictures of hot women smoking. She always says like, oh, how hot it is. She's yeah. like an artistic director. She like loves all the, you know, pictures. And I'm like, well, how come then? Like, don't you want to like find me attractive? She's like, you look fucking disgusting when you smoke. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, I, is it like the physicality of it? She like you literally look like an animal when you're smoking. I mean, all of it she doesn't like. I'm like, don't you? I'm like, so also we should talk about if you're still attracted to me, Jenny, at all. Because like, <laughs> the anyways, issue might be a little bit deeper. The yeah. issue might smoking be deeper. is who I am, Jenny. <laughs> Jenny, so, yes. Um, but no, like we went to a wedding in Portland two weeks ago, and the the bride um, is a really good friend of mine, and she's a smoker, and so I smoked a couple cigs with the bride, and. uh my husband's really chill about it now. I mean, obviously he knows that I smoked for a long time and I hid it from him and stuff like that. But um, he uh, he likes to uh, toke on the dubs. So, so we're even. Okay. Yeah. Right. We're even now. But um, yeah, I yeah. think I had like two cigarettes at the wedding and I didn't, it's not like I wanted to start smoking again. I just yeah. left it at the wedding. Speaking of your husband, um, he is a little bit shorter than you, correct? So this is a tiny bit. Uh, <laughs> I'm six, seven and he's five, four. Yes. So he's wow. pick him up and put him in your pocket. Yeah. Oh my god, he's so yeah. that's so sweet. Toss him around and, like a volleyball. <laughs> and I guess well, you you love him very much, so it's never been an issue, correct? So much, yeah. Amy's about a foot taller than her uh, partner. We're the same. We're the female version of you, Jenny. Really? I think yeah. Jenny is five. Oh god, I'm five eleven. Jenny's, I'm like five ten and a half. Jenny's three ten, I think. <laughs> Jenny is three ten. Oh, wait, she's a little person. No. Mm, not technically no technically not let's 
edit. No, the edit. rules in Canada are different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the rules are different here. So we uh, we don't talk like that. She's just a regular old gal, small gal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, same. She's really small. She's what is she? Five four? I can't remember. Five 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 four. We'll find five out. three five three. I'll anyway, she's her. miniature. I always. Did you ever see when um uh. Uh, oh God! What is his name now? He has transitioned. Uh, Elliot. Elliot. Elliot Page. Uh- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. When Elliot Page was dating that very tall woman, mm-hmm. Um, when they both ad- identified as women and there were those pictures, I had friends that kept sending sending them to me and saying, this is what you guys fucking look like. And it was like, I hated myself. I was like, we are just so, we'll never just be like two little hot girls in a relationship. We'll always just be like, that one's fucking huge. And that one is miniature and they look fucking weird. No. Oh, they look I beautiful mean, together. Being a woman has got to be so hard. Tell me about it. Because like, I love it? being huge. I, I? And I, I love you. that he's tiny. He's the first short person I ever dated. I was the first tall person I ever dated. Really? Yeah. But do you ever miss or long for, you know, being engulfed in someone's arms? So he has a big barrelly chest. He's mm-hmm. he's kind of like a little, like, uh, like you know, and there's like a bulldog and a chihuahua. He's kind of like that bulldog, like big chest, broad shoulders. Yeah. So we do this thing called a my size hug where I have him stand <laughs> on the sofa or maybe a step stool. Yeah. And then we're the same height and then he hugs me. That's so Aww. nice. Yeah. So we do that outside. I make her stand on a rock. And yeah. a nice hug. Yeah. But we never called it. What do you call it? My size? My size. You got to do a my size hug. Aww. It's like a my size Barbie. You got to do a my size hug. That's so nice. I want to have a my size. Ten- I'm going to have a my size tonight. Yeah. Do it. So the thing is, is I know about you. And something I know about you is that you, in your writing career, have written for uh, Joan Rivers and for RuPaul's Drag Race season seven. Yeah. Okay, can you tell, I'm just, this is like very exciting and because, you know, like we're like, you are like a celebrity Uh, and we're very excited. (laughs) So can you tell us a little bit about like, I don't know, just both of those. Let's start with RuPaul's, like what it was like like being there. um, It was really crazy because Mm -hmm. there's this website called Staff Me Up where it's supposed to be production jobs and um, you like get a little profile on there and then you can just apply to all these production jobs and they'll be like, Oh, I need a writer. I need a producer. I need an assistant director. It's like everything production. And there's kind of a joke about it in LA. It's like, you, no one's ever gotten a job from staff. Meal, you know, because everyone always hires their friends and stuff, but there are like union laws where you have to like post about the job or you have to like look for other people, but then they always hire their friends. Well, there was this posting that said they needed a writer slash producer to work for a 
competition-based reality show featuring drag queens. And I was like, that's got to be Drag Race. Like, that has to be drag. Like, you know, they're, they're trying to keep it a secret, but it's got to be Drag Race. So I applied. And, you know, it was after I worked for Jones, so I had a lot of, like, clout from that. And then I just, a ton of my friends are drag queens. And so I just sent, on, sent in this letter and applied for it. And they actually called me the next day and they're like, can you come in for an interview? And it was Drag Race. And I met with the executive producer. And I think they interviewed one other person. And then they, I, they just, they called me the day after that. And they're like, okay, the job is yours. Come on in. We're starting on Monday. Like it all oh happened God. so fast. Wow. And so, um, of course, I was like freaking out. But it was a challenge producer to write all the challenges that the queens do. And it's six weeks of pre-production and like writing the challenges and coming up with them. And then it's uh, six weeks of shooting the show. And we started, I think it was June. So it was like June and half of July pre-production and then July and August shooting the show. And it's all really fast and fast and loose and, you know, on the cheap because it's reality TV. It's really intense and stuff has to like change last minute. And there's lots of screaming and yelling and long hours. And (laughs) it was very... uh, it was not as glamorous as I thought it would be. It was very eye-opening, you know? Like, yeah. I was like, oh, this is this is like hanging drywall in a construction job. Like, this is right. literally just the same thing. It's just I'm in L.A. working on a TV show, and I feel like someone would be doing the equivalent of this job in Tennessee working construction, you know? Like, it right. was just like a very, like, <laughs> no one's super nice. <laughs> like, <sighs> I made friends, but, like, a lot of people are mean, and it's, yep. it's everybody's just, like, there to do their work and go home and get out, you know? Yeah. Who won season seven? Is that Violet Chachki or Jinx? Yeah. Violet Chachki? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, so I saw her a couple weeks ago live. She, I was I didn't watch Drag Race back then because you were on it. Um yeah. but <laughs> I saw her live. She's quite fantastic. Oh yeah. She's great. I mean, she's was an asshole when I worked oh, with her on the show. I'm just Perfect. kidding. I'm just kidding. Nice. But no, apparently she's turned out to be a great celebrity and, and uh runs her career well. Yeah, she was the MC <laughs> of the show and I was I was I was chuckling. Yeah. Was an asshole as a contestant on the show? Yeah, you heard it here oh, first, I guys. I want to say Violet was like nineteen or twenty, like very oh, young. Oh, I'd only okay. been doing drag for like a year or something, right? Um, oh. But it's just that thing of like she always knew her aesthetic; she knew what she wanted to do. Um, and I kind of envy people like that sometimes because I'm very, like, a very apologetic. I'm very like, oh, you didn't like it? Okay, I'll leave. Or you know, like, <laughs> oh, you don't? Okay, I'll no, I'll sit down if you don't want me to do this. I, I'll sit out. Um, right. So. But I just remember thinking, like, I was like, if I was on the show, I, w- I would not talk. Like, the way Violet would talk to, like, producers and RuPaul and stuff, I was like, I, I would never talk to someone like that. But then I'm, that's probably why I'm not on the show. So, well, I, yeah, fair enough. People get to certain places because of how they are sometimes. sometimes that weird, kindness like, doesn't... blanket confidence that I, I don't have that gene. I, I don't have do it that. either. I do. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I've got to. Uh, that's how I got to where I've got to today. Yeah. Um, tell us about Joan, and then we got to rip into these PLT stories. Yeah, what was that like? That was really fun. That was um, I did a TikTok about it, but like, so I do stand up. That's how I started mm-hmm. I was doing stand up. I was a little tipsy at a show, and Joan's head writer Tony was on the show, and uh, it was a nothing bar, like at a gay bar in West Hollywood, like a nothing show. They, that bar doesn't even exist anymore. They tore it down. Tiny bar, probably no one in the audience but comedians. Like, what? just one of those, like, Tuesday night shows. And I got drunk, and I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking ask him if I can work for Joan Rivers. Because a lot of comedians had. Like, I probably knew, like, five or six people that had written for her from time to time. And he was like, oh, yeah, sure. Um, email me tomorrow, and I'll send you the audition, quote-unquote, um, 
which it was fashion police. I was writing for fashion police. And so Joan would make fun of all these celebrities and dresses and on red carpets. So we would get, <clears throat> so the audition was, I pretty much wrote a show. They sent me the packet of all 20 dresses they were going to be making fun of. And they were like, write a couple jokes for each dress and submit it for free. Um, and <clears throat> Joan liked it and used one of the jokes on the show that night. And so Tony was like, yeah, uh, you're in. And then I just started doing it and I did wow. it for, um, like a year and a half, two years. That's amazing. Yeah. Did you get and, to meet Joan? Yeah. Like, so, um, what we would do is. I didn't so, know she was too good. You know, just, you put it under the door and she's on the other <laughs> right? side well, she takes it. You know um, I mean? We would get the packet on Friday and we would have four day i think we had to turn our jokes in on tuesday and then wednesday we would all go to joan's house in the palisades and sit around this big opulent dining room table and like joan would sit here and then there were nine of us so we would sit around the table and then we would like they'd be like okay uh rihanna in the red dress and they were like go and then the first guy would read his jokes and then the next and then the next and we'd go around the table and um she fell asleep a lot but she would stay for the whole meeting so we're sitting at a dining room table and she would just be like <laughs> and like the very first day they were like she will not laugh at you like do not take it personally if she doesn't laugh at any of your jokes we never knew which jokes were going to make it to the show until wow. we watched the show um but you know luckily for me she actually did laugh at one of my jokes on the first day so i was like oh well i'm fine and, yeah, yeah what yeah. a feeling yeah and then i later found out that um no one ever got like none of us ever got like hired on the show like if you got the packet on friday that meant you knew you were working again like it was like a <laughs> weekly thing so i didn't find that out until after we were already done so wow. i was lucky enough to keep getting asked back to write jokes that's for her, so that's amazing i, I want to audition for her no, um ryan um she's dead what yeah, yeah. Jo Joan Rivers is a dead body. Now. It was a risk taking that. You, <laughs> took, you took a risk. You took a risk. It <laughs> felt it felt uneasy. You, it felt uneasy because she's gone. She's gone. She, um, she owes me a lot of money. So oh shit. She what? She left you a lot of money. No, she owes, no, owes me. She money. owes him. Oh shit. Oh, yeah. what are you gonna do? You're not gonna get it. No. No. Uh, Let's move I mean, on. You just you yeah. just made a joke about a dead just, person. Todd, don't get in on this. You're too. <laughs> it's too close to home for you. Do not I've, get in I've on stolen. That. I've stolen from her home, so we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like sitting around the table though? Like I can just imagining that, and like that's so cool that you got to go to her house. I love that she was falling asleep most of the time. I love that. I love that she laughed at none of the jokes. But did you like that? Must have been really fun as a writer because clearly people were coming up like all nine of you sitting around this table. Like you must've been just like every time having a ball and laughing at each other. Yeah, like, Every single day. And it was, it was that like pinch me thing where like, I I'm getting paid, not a lot of money, but I'm getting paid to write jokes about celebrities. And then yeah. one of my favorite celebrities is saying them on television. Like it was like yeah. a dream come true. It was insane. So cool. Um, and it was so, so fun. Cool. But yeah, it was, it was funny because she, she was definitely like one of the last of like old Hollywood especially like old, like old Hollywood practices. So we'd be sitting around this giant round table and something would come up and we'd have to stop the meeting and, and she would yell about, a, a you know, be on the phone yelling at a lawyer or something. You know, it's just like, oh, she's just doing that in front of us. Okay. Wow. You know, weird like, behavior, weird celebrity behavior. Yeah. Let's get to our PLT stories. Mm -hmm. Okay. So PLT stories, poor little thing. Something. Uh, do you have a PLT story? I have to blow my nose. Can we pause for nose blowing? Yeah, of course. Pause for nose blowing. 
Ew. Also kind of hot. Yeah. Did you expect it to be that color? No. Yes. I didn't. Do you know what transidating means? Uh, No, but I'm glad that they can live their truth. No, no, that's not that. Transidating is, to transidate is um, when a woman gets turned on, her female genitalia um, gets wet. And that is called transidating. That has a name. I mean, uh, yeah, of course it has has a a name. name. Of course it has a name. I didn't know either. And I was writing a sketch and the character in my sketch was was getting turned on. And I thought, what is this called? Transidate. Transidate. Anyways, I just want to tell you that I'm transidating after I saw the color of your snot. There was transidating. We should also we should write a, a rap song called Transidate. 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 Yeah, because, transidating. Yeah. That would educate yeah. that would educate the children on what mm-hmm. that means. Cause yeah, I never uh I, I thought it was just straight creaming, you know? I think we should each right now do a freestyle rap and we'll we'll do a couple verses and we pass it to each other. Here we go. I'm transidating. You and me, that's not what I'm saying. Don't hating on me when I'm transidating. You want my wet ass pussy? Well, you're in luck because I'm transidating. You're aggravating my perception of my P-U-S-S-Y. Why? I don't know, Todd. Uh, come on, mate. Please don't hate. Transidate. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Now listen. We're going to turn PLT, PLT stories. Yeah. Um, okay. I can't remember who went first. Brian, why don't you go first? Okay. Brian well, with a B. Well, now we get to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> so uh, a few years back, I had gotten out of a relationship and I we were living together and I needed to find a place to live. And I just, you know, one, one bedrooms were so expensive and bachelors and everything. And I just, I wasn't really in the right place for it. And my sister who lived downtown, she's like, you know what? Come live with me and my boyfriend. He's at, you know, he's away for work most of the time. You know, I had to, you can sleep on the couch, but just get yourself settled, put your stuff in storage. So I do. I had two cats. She's like, you can't bring them. So I found someone on Facebook, a kind of friend who was like, yeah, I'll watch them part time. Turned out to be full time. I never took them back. But that's another. <laughs> that's another PLT that's, story. That's another PLT story. Um, and so I was living on my sister's couch, couch surfing, as they say. And um, I did that for like, you know, one month, two months, three months, four months. And I think about, you know, four or five months. I was like, okay, you know, I got to get out of my sister's place. Her boyfriend was maybe there more than I wanted. And I, you know, I just needed to respect that, you know, they wanted to have a lot of sex. So, but you know what? I didn't, I didn't hate that, that couch. So I was like, I'm not done my couch serving day, <laughs> serving days. So I worked with Strong Jaws, uh, Mr. Dan. And I was like, Dan, like, do you want someone to live on your couch for like 400 bucks a month? And he's like, yeah, sure, hon. <laughs> and I was like, well, this is exciting. And so I, 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 my stuff was still in storage. I just had like my basic necessities, you know, my push-up bra and my panties. Mm-hmm. And um, I would, uh, so I moved in with him and I would sleep on his couch and he would fall and have sex in his bedroom while I was on his couch, just like, you know, finishing my wine. And, um, and that was great. And then I did that for like, oh my God, maybe six months. We even moved in the middle of it. So we had to move into a new apartment and then his dad you was- just, wait, wait, you moved together. We moved together. You moved from that couch to a new couch. Yeah, we moved in. His dad was helping us move, and it was just so awkward. Oh, this is Ryan. He lives on my couch. <laughs> it's like, Hi. hey, Mr. Strongjaws. <laughs> and so we, yeah, and then finally, uh, another friend of mine had posted on Facebook that he was looking for a roommate, and my sister messaged me immediately, and she's like, Ryan, you need to get stop couch surfing. <laughs> um, this is getting embarrassing. <laughs> and uh, you know, I was bartending at the time and not making the most money, so it was kind of. You know, it, it did help. But then I was finally like, you know, what? I need a bedroom. And I actually had my own washroom. It was really nice. Wow. Um, and yeah, what a PLT I was. Yeah. But, you know, I was young and how, we're all there. You know, how old were you? I was 35. You were 35? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, honey. That's, and that's how, not So young. from start oh. to finish, how long was the sofa, the couch surfing? 
I think about a year. Yeah. And like, I was in this oh, weird sofa. Phase. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and he didn't care. Look, I used to come over and used to work together, like from his couch. Like, when he'd be like, come over and like, we're going to work together. We filmed many of videos at, yeah. at Strong Draws' house. Yeah. And we would work from there. And I would say all the time, I would be like, I'm a little bit younger than Ryan. And my back's been hurting since I was fucking 19. Years I was old. just going to say. I know. So I was like, how are you sleeping every night on a couch? Like, are you okay? And he's like, I, you were always like, everything's fine. Yeah. It's great. I love it. I'm a very positive person. Yeah. It was great. And it was a weird phase <laughs> in my life where I, I don't know, I went through this kind of like, I was getting a decent amount of attention from boys on Instagram and they just happened to keep coming to Vancouver for whatever reason. Not for me, but just like, oh, my sister's playing soccer and I'm going to be there to watch the game. Okay. But then like I slept on a fucking couch. So there's <laughs> one really hot guy from Australia who came up and we didn't know, <laughs> we couldn't just have sex there. So I brought him to one of the bars I worked at during the day because I knew the passcode to the back door. I don't know if I should be telling this story. <laughs> oh we, 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 we went in and I like turned the alarm off and then we went into like the big washroom and then we had sex and then my boss never knew and obviously there's now no, she does no, well now she does yeah um and uh yeah we had sex in there so that's you know another time we had sex i, was, I had sex with someone else on the floor of strong jaws living room um <laughs> he was he was not there but it, like on a shaggy carpet it was a really you know again i was very young and, why didn't you um, just use strong jaws bed if he wasn't home oh i i could never do that he really let you i bet well what if what if we were a little messy like oh you know <laughs> What if something came out? Yeah, what if something came out on his on uh, Strong Jaws? She, and here, here's one thing, Todd. You do not want to fuck with Strong Jaws. Yeah. Oh, you mean like mess with him. him? You don't yeah, want to mess yeah, with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got no, a really I bad temper. Fuck. Just kidding. No, <laughs> I want to fuck. I want to fuck Strong Jaws. Oh, I think everybody. I'm, I'm fully transiting right now. Ah, uh, see. Nice. Call back. Call back. Really good. Ryan, can you tell every? A uh, single sex story you've ever had. Go, <laughs> Todd. No more transidating. You know what's gonna be funny, Todd? You'd be so disappointed uh, if that we actually did that. He's I am not a sexer. I'm not a very sexual person. Um, I love that. Yeah, I mean, your parents my... are your best friends, so that makes sense. Well, it's you know what. <laughs> For me, getting into my, no, it's funny. In my 40s, the last two years, I've became so, I've always been close with my parents, but like yeah. I could go, go a couple months without seeing them, you know? Yeah. And they were, they used to live very close to me. And now for some reason, the last like year and a half, two years, I'm just like always wanting to like go see them and hang out and like we'll just drink together. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? This is just more fun than most people I know. So. I love it. I'm going to go next. So when I was um, in my early 20s, one of my best friends, Amelia, lived up the street from me. We both lived at home. And um, one night we used to have parties at her house. Her mom, Robin, poor little thing. She's probably listening right now. Robin, I'm so sorry. But we used to have parties at their house all the time because she'd go away with like her boyfriends. Her mom was very hot, is very hot. Always had these haughty boyfriends. She was always fucking all the time, you know, away. Sorry, Robin. Again. <laughs> Anyways, she's a very <laughs> sweet woman. <laughs> Anyways, but good for her. So we were having this party one night at Amelia's house and we were smoking and I was very drunk on probably something disgusting. I'm sure we did like Edward 40 hands where you like put yeah. 40s in your hands and tape them with tape and then you have to drink both the 40s on your hands have you ever done that no you tape 40s of old english oh, yeah, beer which familiar, is yeah. disgusting yeah and you tape them electrical tape them to your hands and you're it's called edward it's 40 hands and then you have to drink you just have these 40s and you drink yeah. all night oh can't Sunday, do this any, is what anything. i'm doing yeah. it's just no i do not recommend oh, okay it's yeah. disgusting anyways <laughs> i edward 40 did i think and then at the end of the night, I was the last one there and was going to walk home. I think Amelia was like asleep already. And I was like, I'm going to go home. Give me a dart. I need a dart for the walk home. So she gave me a dart and I could not find the fucking lighter for the life of me. But I, I must have this dart. I have to have this dart for my walk home. 
So I went to her stove, which was a gas stove. Yeah. I lit the gas stove. I was like so excited because I couldn't find it. And I was like, fuck it. I'm doing it this way. Yeah. Instead of taking the cigarette and putting it into the flame and then like <laughs> puffing on it, yeah. I put it in my fucking dumb mouth. I put my face up to the flame and turned up the flame. It lit my face basically <laughs> on fire. And, and then I puffed on my cigarette. I was wasted. I puffed on my cigarette, turned off the thing. I was like, whoa, after it happened. Then I walked home, puffed my cigarette, and the whole way home I was like, smells like burnt rubber. Like, it smells like burnt rubber. I was looking around. It's probably like three o'clock in the morning, dark. I'm like, what is that? Weird. Anyway, smoked my whole dart, went to sleep, woke up in the morning, and both my eyebrows were gone. <laughs> poor, 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 poor little thing. Listen, what the fuck do you even say to that? They were burnt off. The burnt rubber was the burnt hair that I like was like just basically whisked away off my face. I had no fucking eyebrows. What happened to your eyebrows? Oh, I fucking tried to light a cigarette on a lit flame with my fucking face. Oh. You, were like, you were like 25, 26? And I was, it was six months ago. <laughs> well, they grew back fast. Yeah, they do. I got them tattooed on. Um, well, Ryan, addiction is a real thing, okay? Yeah, so uh. don't come at us. Don't come at us. Um, but you can come on us. I yes. Cut that um, he um, no, he can. Excuse me. <laughs> okay, Todd, moving um, forward. By the way, I have lit a, I have lit a cigarette like that before and had the ra- the rationale of your thinking, like, I should have lit the cigarette, then put it in my mouth. Yes. No, I bent down and, and stuck it in the flame. Like, why do we why? do that? We've all done this. I, stupid. Just as stupid <clears throat> as smoking is, we're fucking, you're stupid for doing it. It's because we're stupid. Yeah. But Todd, still, smokers. Stupid are the coolest people well, on the planet. They're so hot <laughs> and they're hot. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Jenny says. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, thanks um, guys. I'm a PLT. So, um, my so my story, uh, this happened pre-smartphone, but I want to say I had a T-Mobile sidekick. Um, do you know what that is? We didn't it, have T-Mobile, but is it the one that you flip up? The screen so the screen would flip up to expose a a, a full keyboard and then you can right. flip it back and put it in your pocket. Yeah. Uh, Molly Shannon and Paris Hilton were the the face of the commercial oh. anyway uh Molly, shannon side. and paris hilton together yeah yeah i don't remember that we oh, didn't have and, that we didn't have I that no we're going to youtube that maybe snoop dogg I, there, there, I think there were three people in the campaign for it it was like paris hilton so it was at the height of paris hilton's fame right um anyway i had this t-mobile sidekick i bought a pair of shoes from kohl's do you guys have kohl's it's like target it's like no but we Walmart. know kohl's yeah, yeah. i don't yeah. think we have kohl's it's so. it's it sells like clothes and housewares and groceries and everything it's just like a mega store so i bought these shoes and they didn't like i didn't like them they were uncomfortable put them in a, put them back in the box put them in a closet like forgot about them and then like a year passed and um i think i was moving and found the shoes in the closet and i was like oh i'm gonna return these i'm just gonna take them back i don't have the receipt it'll just be like a store credit thing whatever they scan for like even if they're like super clearance i'll get 10 bucks maybe you know so I take them in, wait in line for like 10 minutes, like an annoying time, finally get up to customer service and they scan it and they're like, oh, these aren't from here. And I was like, yes, they are. Um, I, I was like, I don't have a receipt. Can I just get store credit? And they were like, well, normally we would do that, but these shoes aren't from here. And I was like, I literally bought these shoes here, like in this store from this store. I bought these are from Kohl's. And she was like, they're not here. And I 
instantly, like this was pre-Karen, but I just Karen. I just fully Karen. <laughs> and I was like, can you please send your manager over? And I was just, and I was like, I'm going to get $10 out of this. Why am I freaking out? I probably needed a SIG. Um, but <laughs> exactly. So got the manager and I was like, just like, I just want to return these for store credit. I don't care what they're worth now. I just, I don't want to give them to Goodwill or whatever. Like, I just want to like return them, get store credit, go on my way. And he was like, they're not coming up in the system. And so this was kind of on the cusp of where I was like, who cares what the computer says? You can't just like take them and give me a $10 bill. Like the computer. Like I was like mad about the computer. <laughs> yeah. So freaking out. So I fully cared. I think I screamed at one point. I was like, you're not going to fucking take these shoes back. <gasps> and he was like, no. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Fine, fine. So I scooped up the shoes. And I was like, I'm never fucking coming back here ever again. Fuck you. Like, I was mad. And I, like, fully don't talk to customer service people like that anymore. But anyway, so I'm storming at a store. People are staring at me, like, you know, and this is pre-iPhone, so no one was recording or anything. But thank they, they, God they, for <laughs> you. Thank God. But they would be nowadays. Yeah. And I get to the front door, and um, I walk out. And as soon as I step, like, the first step on the sidewalk, I'm like, oh, I bought these at Target. I was wrong the whole time. I was wrong the whole time. Did you go apologize? Not at all. Not mm. at all. I did not. Poor little thing. I did not. And I got the shit out of there. I got out of you, there so fast. Can you imagine? I never went back to that store a day in my life. What if you went back in there and were like, I'm so sorry. Yes. They are a target. Thank yeah. you so much. I'm so sorry. I'm so if, sorry. If the, if, the, if the guy from Kohl's who was working is listening today. Yeah. Um, what do you want to say? What do you, what do you have to what say to him? What do you want to say to him? I... I'm so sorry. Um, yeah. you, please find me if you're in the greater <laughs> Seattle area and mm -hmm. just dig a heel into my yeah. neck. Uh, yes. And yeah, you have a full right to murder my life. Please. Yeah. I'm oh so God. sorry. I think so. What a, what a PLT. Now, let's get to our question. What was our question? Oh, yeah. If you could cancel any celebrity, who would it be and why? Oh, you know, I'd cancel uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, oh good yes. one. Yeah, like Fuck she's just... Her. She is, I don't just, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. She just sucks. Oh, you know, oh. I'm happy she found her, her truth and everything, which even at that, she's doing a pretty shit job at. And, uh, yeah, I would just cancel her. I don't need to see that anymore. Why would no. we have, why does our community have to get her? Go yeah. to, go to a different full yeah. community. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I'm, so, you know, I really shouldn't say that. That's terrible. I'm glad she can be herself, but she's a real PLT. She's a PLT. Well, she's the only reason player. she can be herself is because of what, the good people in our community did and put on the line and sacrificed for, you know? Mm -hmm. Thank so, yeah, you. You're right. Get that bitch out of here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you. I need you to yeah. hear that. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Cancel her. Oh yeah. fuck. Okay. Now it's, 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 it's like drumming up some stuff for me to who I want to cancel. Who do I want to cancel? You know, who I want to cancel. Oh, this is so mean. You got to do it now. Okay. I want to cancel this spin instructor that I, um, that I, it's not really the same caliber, but I want to cancel this spin instructor that I went to not too long ago. And, um, it was like a first experience for me kind of, and cancel a spin yeah, instructor. Cancel the spin instructor okay. And, um, the thing is, is she talks, she talks like this. <laughs> <laughs> she had a radio voice and now we're doing our best spinners. <laughs> and she, she kept going, she kept doing this fake laugh that was, Ha <laughs> ha! Okay, spinners, how are we doing out there? Let's turn it up. Let's turn it up. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh my God! I want to cancel that. Yeah. Maybe not her. 
Oh, we we're trying to cancel celebrities, aren't we? I really fucked this up. Yeah. She's a celebrity. You know what? She's a celebrity um, spin instructor. Is she on the she Peloton? Is she? A, can you stream She's her? She's not on, on the Peloton. Peloton. No, you can't stream her. She's no. probably a really nice person, but no. sorry, I can't. And then she was telling a story real quick. She was telling a story about Ed um, Sheeran, and she was like, trying. You know, like as a spin instructor, I guess, like I gather, you're trying to like connect with your with your clients because you want them to come back to your class, right? Yeah. So you're like trying to have a connection and like almost like salesy, like. You want to like get to know them, them to get to know you. And so she's all of a sudden started telling this random story about Ed Sheeran. And she was like, <laughs> you know what? Let me tell you a story. You guys keep pedaling. Here's the thing. I never thought I liked Ed Sheeran. My boyfriend said, oh, yeah. Oh, no, she didn't even say my boyfriend. She said his name. I have no I gathered later that it was her boyfriend. I didn't know who she was talking about. She's like, Jerry turned to me and he goes, ha, ha, then why is Ed Sheeran on your playlist? Guess <laughs> I do. Keep spinning, girls. Like, fuck, what? I was spinning like, I got to spin the hell out of here. Yeah, exactly. Smash through the wall. Anyways, I'm sorry. She's not a celebrity. I really fucked that one but, up. You know, honey, but it was a good story. Oh, hey, you choose a celebrity to you. You try. Okay. She's a celebrity yeah. to me because she was really good, like at pedaling. Like she was really good at being a spin instructor. Yeah. And again, I'm sure she's a really nice person, but I didn't like that. Yeah. Remember, this podcast is very supportive, so don't ever feel like you're Are not. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Um. All right, Todd. Todd. Um. All right. Um. Because I I wasn't sure if I wanted to go like a personal celebrity story that I want to cancel or just like a gr a greater <laughs> celebrity that I want to cancel. We're getting dirty again. Yeah, We're getting dirty. <laughs> I'm sure you're recording um, this. So yeah. I'm gonna do both. Uh, okay. The, the the personal one is I think her name's like Alia Katz. She was on um, Arrested Development and now she's on um, Search Party. Uh, oh yes, 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 yes. Anyway, so for the two years before um, the pandemic, I worked at NPR, which is National Public Radio, of in, course, in in LA, and um, we had a national show that was like a movie celebrity review show, and uh, so a bunch of celebrities came in all the time for interviews and stuff and i was covering the front desk for someone's lunch break one day and she came in to record this interview and like it's a radio station uh lots of security because it's also like a political you know political talk radio and stuff anyway all you had to do was sign your name on the sign-in list it was a security thing so we knew who was in the building if there happened to be like a fire or some kind of emergency they grabbed the list and go oh i'll like make sure these people are accounted for because you got to sign in and sign out, right? And she just walked in and like came up to the desk and was like, hey, how are you? And I'd never seen her before, but I watched Arrested Development. And I was like, oh my God, she's, I love her. Yeah. Total, total dickhead. Just a total, oh, no. she was like, yeah, I'm here for an interview. And I was like, yeah, just sign in and I'll call up to the, the booth and they'll come down and get you. She goes, I have to sign in. And I was like, yeah, it's just what? a security thing. She drew a, a straight line. She drew a straight line slammed the pin and she was like okay can you just let him know i'm here and oh, like no. usually people would show up with publicists or managers to talk for them if they were going to be that kind of an asshole right like christopher nolan came in one time and had a team of seven and they all just spoke for him he never said a word um well but she was alone and just i, I don't know if she was having a bad day or what but i've heard that she's like a dickhead in real life anyway oh too but yeah bad. and just like straight off the bat and then they came and got her and and she, I was gone when she left, so oh. I don't know if she oh. signed out. But. Just going to unfollow her right now. <laughs> no, 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 you can't. No, it's too we, late. we can't. You know, isn't that the worst? That's the worst when you find that out about anybody, but especially like a celebrity that you watch, you know, or yeah. love. And 
and admire and then you all of a sudden and like to be a dickhead you don't and if you are let's but let's be real for a second let's say you have a day let's say something awful just happened to you and you took it out on somebody else do you not rectify that after mm. and realize how big of a fucking dick well you were? he didn't with the colds well i wasn't a celebrity then yeah. Are you now? Oh, are you? But are you now? It's freezing. Oh, uh, oh, my, it, it's freezing. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, my bad connection. No, John. please, no, 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 no. We need this. We need this. Please stay. But no, I think if I was a celebrity, I would go back and fix it. All right, well, a, I wouldn't be a dick in, to begin with, but um, yeah, I would go back and fix it. Because uh, yeah, she was just an asshole. Todd, you are a goddamn delight. Ugh, you are I, a sweetheart. This has been a and, dream come true. You're an angel. And you know what? We were talking offline before about how we hadn't, I don't know, I can't remember if we said this at the top or not. I might be losing my mind, but you were just like a kind soul. And even through your mm. emails, we were saying that like, you were just so happy to be a part of this. And we were so excited to ask you. And then when you said, yes, it just, you're just so lovely. And we think you're so funny and so great. And we want to know if you want to be our third. Yes. Yes. A million oh times. God. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Listen, I only, um, nope, again, I was going to say something yeah, terrible. Gonna gross, it was yeah. going to be gross. You have a problem. I'm, I have an issue. Um, I was gonna say I'm only going to sex down Ryan, though, oh. if that's okay. Yes, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say something about my butthole and to only do, yeah. I get it, sex down. Yeah. My hole is open right now. Yes, I'll sex myself. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind. It's the best kind anyways. Um, we do, do need to do like a second podcast so we can like script we, by script talk about all your different characters. I, we would love that. They're all so good. Okay, so you're going to start that. Yeah. You're going to fund it. I'm, I'm going to start a podcast called uh, the, you know, the Ryan Amy uh, Talk Back Hour. And I'm going to have Monster on as a guest. And okay. then I'm going to have Shandy on as a guest. Amazing. And then I'm going to have uh, uh, Susan and Judy. And Love oh that. my God, he knows. Oh, yes. Everybody. Uh, is it Smoker Girl? Smoker yes. Girl. <laughs> love her. Oh uh, God, her I love her so much. Her name is Valentina, but her, but everyone knows her as Smoker Girl. Yeah. yeah. She, she loves a nice dart or two. Um, Todd, is there anything that you want to promote? Is there anything coming up or what are your channels? Where can people find you? Everything. <clears throat> Literally all I have. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> all I have is gay fat friend on Instagram and TikTok, and I just post content and stuff on there. Um, I'm starting to get like paid posts. Um, like I'm working on a thing for HBO right now that's going up next week. So, um, yes. the, you know, the more followers you have, the more people want to hire you to post for their stuff. And uh, now Amazing. that I'm trapped in Seattle, um, that's all I have. So. Wonderful. It sounds really good. Yeah. It sounds really good to us. So That's just, something we would like to have. Uh, pay me yeah. pay me back with your follow. Um, yeah. And I will cherish it and I will take care of you. And yes. um, I will try to post good content that uh, doesn't offend or maybe does offend. And that's what you deserve. So. Well, yes, we would love to talk to you again soon. And mm -hmm. since we're so close, hopefully in this uh, you know new year, yeah, you the numbers are, keep going down. We can uh, we can all meet up. I can. I heard I can take the Amtrak from Seattle to Vancouver. Just take okay. a train. We'll, we'll yeah. be scheduling that for we'll you. We'll be scheduling that for yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, you'll be paying for it, but we'll be scheduling yeah, it. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Send over your your credit card info and your yeah yeah. 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 Um, we'll send so you the times. My social security number is five. Yeah. Oh, we'll do that uh, offline. Yeah. Oh, okay. that just for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we love you so much. Thank you so much, Todd. <laughs> and um, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. I love you. Bye. I love you. Love you. Oh, love you. No, I don't want him to go. I know. But okay. you have to go. But you, you have, have to, to go. go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in to Poor Little Thing, the podcast. We love you. And if you love us, please don't forget to like, rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Ryan and Amy Show. And as we always say, you, you poor, poor little thing.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.